This episode of the Bubble Lounge is brought to you by Kathy Wall State Farm Agency, voted the best insurance agent in DFW by D Magazine. Visit her website at kathylwall.com and insure the things that matter. And Alto, the better way to ride share. Safe, clean, consistent. Send a text message to 474747 with the word bubble and receive $25 credit towards your first two rides. Alto, everything modern transportation should be. Welcome to the Bubble Lounge. I'm Nellie Shudo. And I'm Martha Jackson. So Martha, have you done any of your Christmas shopping yet? Are you all set? Are you done? I am not done. But I, <laughs> what I have been doing is I've been volunteering with Alexis through our National Charity League. We actually worked at North Park Mall at the SBCA with all the cute little puppies. Oh, how fun. And then just a few days ago, we wrapped a bunch of presents for New Friends New Life. Oh, that's really cool. So basically, you're behind on Christmas. I'm behind on Christmas, yes. But I love that we've done something for somebody else. It feels really, really good, especially this time of year, to do things for other people. Yeah, exactly. I tend to get my Christmas done in like a couple days. Like we finally put the tree up at 6 a.m. one morning. And then I just decorated it last night by myself because <laughs> because we just haven't had time this year. It's like Thanksgiving right. rolled into Christmas, you it know? It really did. Yeah, it's gone so fast. Yeah. So today our guests are some really cool kids, right? Yeah, we came across these kids. I actually follow them on Instagram. They're called the Jingle Bell Mistletoe Missile Crew. And they started this charity many years ago to raise money for the North Texas Food Bank. And they started when they were just in first grade. They're now in eighth grade, so they've been doing it for quite a long time. But it's just so refreshing to hear teenagers that genuinely love giving back to other people and want to help other people. No, I agree with you. And I don't know what it was like for you growing up. But when I was growing up, going to Catholic school, etc., we did a lot of volunteer work, but we did not start our own charities, which is what's so impressive. Yeah, so many people do start their own charity. And it's just to be kids and teenagers is something extremely impressive. So our guest today on the show is the Missile Crew. And they're going to tell us about how they're selling mistletoe at Highland Park Village on December 20th, 21st, 22nd, and 23rd from 1 to 4 at Royal Blue Grocery. I can't wait to hear what they've got to say. But before we get to these really amazing teens, take out your phone right now and text 313131 with the word bubble, and we'll send you weekly updates of when our episodes come out. And now it's time for crazy insurance stories from the Park Cities with our friend and show sponsor, Kathy Wall State Farm Agency. Kathy, what's going on today? I got a crazy story for you. I got a call at 2.30 in the morning. My client heard a huge noise, woke up and discovered a car in the middle of her living room. Turns out the police were chasing someone. The Emmy went airborne and it landed in the middle of her living room. We came over boarded her up, took care of the claim, made sure she was okay. By 6 o'clock, everything in the morning was done. And this is what I do for a living, is making sure our clients are taken care of. I'm the one that you can call at 2.30 in the morning if you happen to find a car in your living room. What a great story, Kathy. So whatever your insurance needs, please contact our good friend and show sponsor, Kathy Wall State Farm Agency at 214-350-2692 or visit her website at kathylwall.com. Thank you, Kathy. 
Joining us today, we have four teenagers in the Bubble Lounge. This is our first time to have teens in the Bubble Lounge, and they are part of the Missile Crew. Can you guys go around and introduce yourselves? Because we have four of them in here, a lot of people. Hi, I'm Stella Rubel. Hi, thank you for having us. I'm Isabella Dickinson. I'm Quinn Graves. I'm Trevor Godkin. And guys, we know, but the audience doesn't, what exactly the Jingle Bell Mistletoe Missile Crew is. Basically, we're a group of kids who are doing our best to try and make a difference in our community by selling mistletoe every December to feed hungry people in our community with the uh, North Texas Food Bank. And how'd you come up with the idea? When I was really little, I was about, how old was I? Like I heard six? you were in first grade. Yes, yeah. yeah, so first you would have been like five or six. Six, I think. I think I was six. I was looking on the news and I saw the destruction from Hurricane Sandy in New York and I was just thinking, wow, that's really awful. But, oh, I'm just like a little kid. I can't do anything about it. But then... The more I thought about it, I was kind of like, well, wait, wait, maybe I can. So first, I just I sold mistletoe in my front yard for the um, Red Cross of New York. From there, it's just kind of grown. We now work with the North Texas Food Bank, and we just we love making a difference, and we love mistletoe, and we love the holidays. I love it. And Quinn, tell me, how did you guys get together on this? So actually, back in the day, we weren't great friends, and I didn't mm-hmm. really know I was going to that first stand, but my mom took me anyway, and I showed up, and I'm like, no, we're not doing this. <laughs> and then I ended up loving it the first day, going back every day. I worked so hard. I came up with a little dance, and Stella and I became good friends, and I started doing it with her every year, and we started working on it together. We all originally went to Lamplighter first. We all went to elementary school together, and that's how we all met. Mm -hmm. So, Trevor, I have a question for you. How did you guys decide who you're going to give money to? Stella and Quinn, first, this was before Isabel and I really got into it. They toured the North Texas Food Bank and really liked it and decided to give money there instead of the American Red Cross. And from then on, we've given all our proceeds 100% to the North Texas Food Bank. And every dollar feeds three hungry people. So Nellie and I both have teenagers, and sometimes teenagers don't like to really open up to their own parents. They like to talk to other people better. And while we have have you guys here, we wanted to talk to you about being teens, just like what it's like being a teen in this modern age, because we grew, grew up in the 80s, and it was a little bit different time period back then when we were teenagers. Do you guys think that it's easier to be a teen now or back there in the 80s? For me, I think it really depends on a lot of things about your lifestyle and everything. But I think that for me, I have a great relationship with my parents. I have a lot of friends and like I just it's different now because we have like social media and phones and a lot of technology that's a lot different. I feel like it brings a level of stress. I tell my daughter all the time. I wish she could have grown up in the 80s and not now because I just feel so bad because you guys have social media everywhere. The pressure to keep up with your accounts and then just seeing your friends together. Like if a group of friends got together when we were younger, you didn't know about it and you didn't know you were being left out. But now it's all over Instagram and you see everything. Mm-hmm. It's definitely different. It is stressful. A lot of things you know a lot more, and there's just a lot more out there. And you can just sometimes you have to when you're you know you find something out, you can't just say it to the person immediately. Like mm-hmm. You can have time to kind of think about it, but now you can communicate almost immediately. But then sometimes it's really nice to be able to have that kind of technology. Well, Isabella, what do you think is your greatest challenge being a teenager living in the bubble? Definitely, oh, ooh, my greatest challenge. I don't know if there really are many challenges living in the bubble, but... <laughs> um, getting more allowance? 
<laughs> Squeezing your parents for a lot of money <laughs> to go well, out at night. <laughs> maybe tapping back into social media. I think it's actually kind of nice because say all of our friends live kind of nearby. You can meet up whenever you want. Mm-hmm. And I really like that about it. What I do like about it is that you can always be talking with people. Mm-hmm. Like there's never a dull moment, I feel like. Like you never, you never have to be bored or anything. Trevor, what's your favorite part about being a teenager? Once you get older and kind of you get more freedoms, well, it depends on your parenting, but usually you get more freedoms and get to do more things. So that kind of makes it more fun. But also with freedom comes more responsibility. So you have to keep up with more stuff. You know, one of my greatest challenges is having a teenager. When I'm driving around the park cities and I see these people driving cars and I look over and I'm like, is that kid 11? (laughs) (laughs) And he's driving? (laughs) So are you guys all learning to drive right now? Or like getting close to it. you're, You're getting closer. Like in a year, you'll be able to, right? A year or two? Yes. Yeah. Unless you're, I'm your mom. <laughs> then you're waiting an extra year. <laughs> so obviously your parents have done something right for you all to want to build such a huge philanthropy to help others. Tell me what what you can tell other parents that your parents have done right and maybe give them some advice. Well, I think the main thing for me is that when I was, you know, I was worrying and I wanted to make a difference, but I didn't really know what I could do. I didn't know if I could make a difference it was really helpful for my parents to just say, of course you can. You can do anything you put mm-hmm. your mind to. You really, like, they were just really super supportive of everything. And they helped out, but they also, they allowed me to figure it out on my own and to build the skills and to learn through every step of the process. So I think it was really, really helpful for them to support me and to help me where I needed it, but not unnecessarily so that I learned how to do things. Okay. Right. So I definitely agree with Stella. I also think that when, like, it's good for parents when a kid is younger to kind of instill in them something like for me, my parents, when I was younger, we didn't really make the holidays a ton about like receiving. It made my holidays even better to be with my friends. So it's kind of like when I was young, I just kind of, and since we started this when we were young, it kind of just became a part of me while I was young and I grew up with it kind of. So I feel like when, when someone's young, they really learn what's right. You know, and I'm glad you learned that when you were young, because you guys are so old right now. Um, (laughs) I mean, I can see the wrinkles from across the table. Like, it's really embarrassing. (laughs) So I had to tell you guys, you guys are not like normal teens at all. Teens have a reputation of being very self-absorbed. And you obviously are not. You're anything but that. And I'm just curious what parents can do to help instill that heart of giving with their kids. So I feel like it's kind of the parents giving the time to let their children go do something for others. Like when we were younger and still now our parents help us make time because we can't get places our own, like by ourselves. So them helping us arrange time to like go to the food bank and pack lunches or hand out food to people who need it at schools. It's, I think it's, it's great for parents to make that time for people. Trevor, what do you think? Is that sort of like a family activity for you all too? Definitely. It's become part of my family's like tradition, just like every year helping other people with the food bank and through Jingle Bell Mistletoe and especially volunteering at the food bank, seeing where our money is actually going is really cool. So Isabella, you guys are actually helping feed kids your own age. What's that like? Yes. Well, giving is definitely like a normal to us. Like we don't think of it as something like completely out of this world. Like it just seems like something cool, but it's so cool to think that we're helping somebody that's just like us like a kid's a kid you know Mm -hmm. like we don't have as many 
differences. Like adults, like if you if you meet an adult that has no food or anything, it's like you guys come from very different backgrounds. It might be harder to like connect with them. Mm-hmm. But like I mean, a kid, we're just kids. Like we don't really care. So it's like you really can nice really to see. We can really relate relate with it. to them. Sure. Yeah, and it's really nice to be able to know that we're giving to somebody just like us. It also puts it into our head that it's difficult to know sometimes. Like these people, they're exactly like us, but they're really struggling with something that it pushes them to really grow up faster than they need to because kids shouldn't have to worry about that. The things that they worry about is, oh, God, I hope the line isn't too long for tetherball. I really want to play today. Like, you know, that's the kind of thing that you ought to worry about when you're a kid. You shouldn't have to worry about, hmm, I wonder if I'm going to eat today. So, guys, it's great to have you on. Your spirit of giving is so inspiring, especially around this holiday season. And we want to hear more definitely about the Jingle Bell Mistletoe and where you guys will be when you're going to be at Royal Blue Grocery. But we're going to take a quick break. So stay tuned. Martha, I don't know about you, but I have a teenage boy and you have a teenage girl, and I cannot, as a working mom, get him to all his social activities. And everybody's going to driver's ed. Charles is not ready for that yet. So that's why I use Alto. I agree 100%. I can't tell you how many times Alexis has called me when we're out having a nice dinner and demanding me take her from some place to another place. And they're all getting ready for homecoming and sporting events. And that's why I started using Alto. Well, it gives them a certain amount of freedom with that, but you're still controlled. Like it's their safe drivers, you know, who, where they are at all times. Right. Yeah. Safety is key. And I definitely have felt so safe putting her in an Alto. Plus, Charles feels like a rock star. <laughs> So guys, if you're looking for an option to help you out with getting your kids to where they need to be so that you can be where you need to be, then do us a favor. Take out your phone right now and send a text to 474747 with the word bubble. That's B-U-B-B-L-E and get $25 off your first two rides with Alto. Alto, reach your destination on your terms. Welcome back from the break. We're sitting here with the Mistle Crew who has Jingle Bell Mistletoe, and they're literally kissing hunger goodbye. And we want to hear just more details. You said that you started the charity when you were in first grade eight years ago. You've been doing it for quite a while. I see a long list of accomplishments here. Tell us more about what you started. So basically what we do is we have mistletoe, which we cut out of trees. Here in Dallas, all around Texas, anywhere basically within a 100-mile radius Is it hard to find it, or is it pretty rampant? No, it's not hard to find at all. It's actually kind of all over the place, and people want it off their trees because it's not good for the trees. And It's a parasite, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. We don't like to call it that, though. It's kind of um, (laughs) discomforting. (laughs) Here, buy my parasite. Feed the children. It's under the parasite. Yes. (laughs) Well, it's not good for a tree, but it's definitely good for the holiday season. For sure. (laughs) Definitely. Okay, so you guys go and get it off the trees, and then what happens next? We all get together at Stella's grandma's house, and we decorate the mistletoe with bells and bows. And it's really fun. We have volunteers that come and help us, and it gets us ready for the stands of selling mistletoe. More teenagers or do adults help? Kind of a mix of both, usually adults, but yeah. So you guys have been doing this at Highland Park, right? Highland Park Village? Mm-hmm. Okay. And you guys are going to be at Royal Blue Grocery this year, correct? Is it like your first year? Actually, no. Royal Blue has been supporting us for a long time. They're like kind of like our base, our home base. In the village, we have where we set up, we call it like our stand, like a mistletoe stand, kind of like a lemonade stand, but you know, no one buys lemonade in December, so it's mistletoe. So basically, we just we have our mistletoe there outside of Royal Blue, and we sell and we jingle our bells, and it's great. So how much do you guys sell them for? 
So we have $10 pieces, $20 pieces, $30 pieces, and 50 and above that we call El Gigantes. What are they? El Gigante? <laughs> yes. That's hilarious. That's so cute. It's like the gordito. <laughs> <laughs> so if somebody doesn't actually want to get the mistletoe, I assume that you would take their money too. So, yeah, we love taking donations, and if they don't happen to have any money on them, we have our website. You'll shake them down? You'll shake them down? <laughs> yeah, we, uh, no, we have our website, jinglebellmistletoe.org, where you can donate whatever you want, and we will be very appreciative. So, Isabella, what dates are you out there, and what's it like? Is it fun? So we're going to be out there December 20th through the 23rd from 1 to 4, so you can just stop by at any time. And it's honestly just so much fun. It's so festive, and we try to have such a good time with it. The boys sit at the top of the truck, and they sing Christmas carols, and we have bells, and we have holiday music going on, and there's hot chocolate, and it's just so much fun. And last year... We even broke a Guinness World Record that was in, in, in Clyde Warren Park, and we had so much fun doing that. It was how many couples kissing under a mistletoe. Oh, my God, that's adorable. <laughs> yes. I love and we that. we had the Guinness judge there, and it was just so much fun. Did you use the gordito to see how many people kissed <laughs> It was all over the place. All the mistletoe was everywhere. So how many couples were actually out there kissing? So we had around 300 couples and 600 people kissing in Clyde Warren Park. It was a very big, wonderful, kid-feeding love fest. Yeah. How did yeah. you guys manage to get that many people out there? How did you get the word out? We had coverage from several stations and just promoting it on Instagram, asking friends to post about it just by word by mouth. Even we handed out little squares and we raised $72,000 last year from doing all that. That is incredible. So, so much fun. Stella, I want to hear about the playlist that your mom does. Every year, it's a, it's a tradition that we do. We um, put together a Christmas music playlist. We kind of use it to, like, when people are kind of going, I don't know, $20 for a piece of mistletoe, we say, we have music for you, too. This is great. And they're kind of like... Okay. And so then, it, you know, it helps us that way, too. <laughs> so let me just say why that ties in. Her mom is Lucy Rubel, who is a famous DJ here in Dallas. And she's known for making amazing playlists. And we're holding up this little card that says bunches give lunches, and it's got a little pin on it. Can somebody describe that to me? We decided to do a pin this year, and it is on a paper thing with a QR code that you scan with your phone that leads to a Spotify playlist, which is that playlist that Stella was talking about. And these pins that we decided to make are going to be collectible. We're going to have some from each year, starting from now. So people, if they buy each year, they'll have these pins with the year on it. And that saying, actually, it's a, it's a relatively new saying. So the Bunches Gives Lunches saying was one we recently came up with. It is referring to mainly the Bunches of Mistletoe because $1 at the food bank feeds three people. So if you buy a $30 piece, that's 90 meals for people in our community who really need food. So that's why we have the Bunches Gives Lunches. Yeah, I was just about to say, you know, $20 does sound like a lot for a bunch of mistletoe. But when you put it in that kind of terms and you're like, break it down and tell us how many people we can feed for that, that really makes sense. But it's also an event. It's not just like, from what you guys are saying, it's not just the mistletoe. It's like you're coming to this fun event at Royal Blue Grocery. There's music. It's very Christmassy. I'm dying to come. So do you guys, ha has anything funny happened when you've been out there in Highland Park Village? I mean, there's this massive group of teenagers caring 
caroling, selling mistletoe, doing all these things, ringing bells. Is there anything that, funny that's happened when you've been out there? There are more funny occurrences than, I mean, yeah, you I didn't know. We've been doing here for do an tell. hour and a half. Yeah, I don't know. If we, if we, if we listed them all out in enough detail to give them each the uh, glory they deserve, we'd be here for <laughs> So each of you, years. each of you, you tell us a funny, like one of your funny events, like in, in a, you know, bullet point, just say. Okay, so we were selling mistletoe to this one man who, he was American or something, but he had been living in, in Asia his whole life, and he was coming back, and he's like, he was like, I would love to buy some mistletoe, and I just had the yummiest lunch at Mikokina. Because oh. he didn't know how to pronounce Mikokina. <laughs> oh, I think cute. it sounds better. I like Mikokina. I know, I loved it. I, I really do. <laughs> it's got a good ring to it. Yes, yeah. it does. You guys, anybody else? Trevor, what was your funny story? So one time, me and my dad were kind of walking around the village selling mistletoe, and this one person didn't know what mistletoe was, and we were kind of shocked. And then... My dad kind of gave an example and put it over my head and then kissed me on the oh. cheek. <laughs> and then the, and the person was, like, really shocked and was like, wait, what? <laughs> Quinn, what about you? So this is one of the first ones that comes to mind. So we have this uh, little, little guy who helps us every year. He's amazing. Little Graham. He's, what, six now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's adorable. And so he, last year, it was his first year, actually, and he had been drinking a lot of hot chocolate and eating a lot of Hershey Kisses. So I would just go out, and he was walking around the village with his mouth ringed in chocolate, kind of like tugging on people's pants, like, would you like to buy some mistletoe? And they just, like, would die of his cuteness, so they would buy it. But he just, I just remember seeing him, and he's just covered in chocolate, and it was very funny. This is what happens when kids drink too much. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> you know, I will say, um, I will say this really fast. One thing is, when we were real little, like when I was like six, and we were selling mistletoe, like people would be like, "Oh, look at these cute kids doing this cute thing." But now we're teenagers with acne and braces, and oh. it, just, it doesn't really work anymore. So we need kids like Graham to bring back the cute. Yes, the cute puppy. Factor. Factor. So, guys, how much have you raised so far? So, we have raised 700,000 meals for the North Texas wow. Food Bank, which is equivalent to— okay, So, last year, we raised $72,000, which is 210,000 meals, which would feed a person for 42 years. Wow. Yes. So, in total, that would be, like— 120 years worth of food. And what are you guys hoping to do this year? Are you hoping to raise it up? We're hoping to do the best we can. We don't really have as much of a goal. We just want to get out there. We want to sell some mistletoe. We want to feed some people. So we just want to do is put our best into there and do what we can. Feed so tell can. everybody how they can give, how they can participate. If you can make it, um, we'd love to see you at our stands in the village. It's so fun, and, you know, the village is great. There's a lot of, you know, great restaurants there for eating dinner or lunch. There's a lot of great shopping, and there's just, it's so festive and amazing. And if you just want to, like, walk around and get in the holiday spirit, it's really a great place. Yeah, Highland Park and Village is definitely one of my favorite places yes, to go to during the holidays. Especially, especially with the magical, like, lights in the trees, and it's a great place to sell. Mm-hmm. So I spent a lot of time on your website before you guys came in today at jinglebellmistletoe.org, and it is, like, has so much information exactly what you can buy and what you can do the dates everything on it but I understand you guys built this yourself yes we spent hours making this website on our Saturdays and the best thing we added to it was that it was a pre-ordering option so if you still want some mistletoe and can't make it to our stands in Highland Park Village December 20th through the 23rd you can always just pre-order some some mistletoe and all the information is on there for what you need to do to pre-order it and you can get yourself a piece of festive mistletoe 
So, guys, you got to, everybody who's listening, you got to come out December 20th, 21st, 22nd, 23rd, 1 to 4 p.m., Highland Park Village. It's going to be a lot of fun, and we'll be there. We'll be there supporting you. All right? Thank you. Well, guys, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you guys so much for having us. We really enjoyed it. Yeah, thank you. And you've been in the Bubble Lounge. I'm Nellie Shudo. And I'm Martha Jackson, and we'll catch you next time. <laughs>